All right. Well, welcome to the very first episode of the Morning After Podcast for 2019. Happy uh, New Year. Yeah. <laughs> Pastor Josh here with you as always with Pastor Jim. Good morning. How are you doing this Good morning. morning? I'm doing fairly well. I got a head cold, so I sound a little stuffy. Yeah. I, I didn't preach yesterday, which normally clears my head uh. out of sinuses. So <laughs> I am, uh, I'm cranially constipated this morning. <laughs> That's right. It's my fault. And then if you can't hear, yeah, it's Pastor Carl. <laughs> Pastor Carl, how are you doing this morning? Doing solid, man. Yeah, good, I usually do solid on Monday. Good too, Sunday but... morning. Good Sunday <laughs> night. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yep. Uh, yeah. For those of you that don't know, Pastor Carl uh, from Philadelphia, the Eagles played in the playoffs last night. And uh, it was one of those things where, like, 99 out of 100 times, they're going to lose this game. And yep. it was the one time that they didn't. Exactly. And, in the uh, most dramatic way. Yep. Yeah. yeah. Last, yeah. A, a missed field goal that hits the, the uprights not once, but twice, and yeah. then doesn't go in is uh, pretty great. It, I, uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, let's just talk about it just for just really quick. The Eagles won the Super Bowl last year. Mm-hmm. Does that does less does yesterday's game the feeling does it equate to that at all? Just like oh no, okay, not even close. <laughs> no, because no. we all got a video and it looked like it looked like the reaction was close, but I wasn't yeah. with you for the Super well, you, Bowl. I you know, know that was kind of like I was I was mentally preparing myself for yeah. A loss, right? You know, so Faye, I was talking to Faye before the game, and I, you know, if they lose, not going to be a big deal. And she was like, she was like, "Yes, it is." What are yeah. you talking about? And I'm like, "No, seriously." Like I, you know, I'm I'm just at this point, nobody expected them to sure. be there, so I was just happy to <laughs> to be there. And then as the game went on, and it's like, oh my gosh, we can win this. Yeah. <laughs> this is, this right. is like, we're, oh my gosh. Like right. we can win. Then the emotional investment starts to get there more. Yeah. And then it's just out of control from there. Right. <laughs> well, so. it was funny because it seemed like like a really good chance they're going to lose this game. Oh, yeah. And then when they won, just Faye, Faye filmed your reaction. And it wasn't like <laughs> overjoyed or like celebration. It was just like laughing. Like that was, <laughs> it was just like, I can't believe they yeah. did that. Yeah. Like, that's was, really funny. On my knees with my hands in the air, yep. with yep. Uh, scaring my children. And yeah, everybody. Daddy, Daddy, you're scared. Yeah. <laughs> but it was pretty awesome. If you want to see something. the video, let me know. I'll I'll show you. I'll show you the video. It was a good video. All right. So um, we obviously took a couple of weeks off for Christmas and New Year's. Yeah. So we 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 started a new series, but we didn't get to do a podcast last week. So I was kind of hoping that first we could go back to last week's message before we address yesterday's message. Yeah. Um, it's the first the first uh, week of our new series, which is the title of the series yeah, Positions is Positions of the Prosperous, of the Prosperous yeah. um, which you said people didn't, they didn't like that name that you came up with. Yeah. I, I don't see what's wrong with it. Okay. I, well, I, it's funny. It, it's an artistic thing, the title of something. I, yeah. I was just going to ma- name it, you know, like seeds or air right. or something. You know? Right. And I guess the one word titles are really. Oh, so they liked positions of the prosperous. They didn't like other no, ideas. No, I actually passed it around, but nobody came up with anything that they, they disliked uh, less. Yeah. So, <laughs> I'm all about alliteration. What's, <laughs> What's alliteration? The the two P and P, like yeah. putting things together that are the same. Oh, oh okay. I right. love, uh, alliteration. I remember that. It one. like rolls off your tongue. Yeah. yeah it's nice. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Yeah. So anyways, let's talk about the first week. Yeah, I, I felt like we got off to a good start. I mean, for it being a, a holiday you know, weekend and all that yeah. kind of stuff, I felt like it was well attended. I felt like the people were into, into worship. I felt yeah. like the people were into the message. And I, I think getting that, there's really two points to that whole thing. If I could have sure. just said it and walked away and dropped the mic, that would have been great. But yep. 
you know, happiness is wonderful, but it's not the goal. And right. man, is it deceptive. Like yep. it really will lead people in the wrong direction yeah. and blessed. It's also kind of deceptive because it doesn't, it doesn't make sense. You know what I mean? Sure. Uh, if you want to be blessed, you know, given it shall be given you. Well, it doesn't make sense. I'm a little unhappy that I'm giving. I'm happy that I'm blessed, but it does take time for those seeds to germinate. Yeah. Um, you know, love your enemies and pray for those who persecute you. Well, that, that doesn't make me happy. I, I want to, you know, I want an eye for an eye and a tooth for a tooth. That makes me happy. Yeah. But it doesn't make me blessed. It doesn't advance the kingdom. So there's a lot of really, um, because I said so moments when it comes to blessing. And, yeah. you know, God says, because, you know, because I'm your father, that's why. Well, why do I have to? Because I'm your father, that's why. Right. And later on, you're like, man, I'm really glad I love my enemy because he's not my enemy anymore. We were mm -hmm. able to work it out, you know. I'm really glad that I was generous because look at the generosity that comes back my way and, you know, yeah. those things. So it, it does make sense in the end, but in the short term, it's it's my money and it's my life and it's my heart and it's, you know, my enemy and I'll, I'll deal with it as I choose. Right. That makes me happy. Right. You know, or like we said, it, the, the, the common thing is, you know, I wasn't happy, so I blank. Like, oh no. Yeah. <laughs> you know? Right. We don't. We just think we. You ask make a the lot of horrible questions. decisions whenever you right. make them based when on you're aiming at the wrong target. Happiness. It doesn't matter if you hit it or not. You're not going to hit the right target. Right. right. So if happiness is yeah. the goal, and there's so much teaching right now on making this the best year ever. Well, how do you do that? Well, by getting rid of this and getting that and fixing this and doing those. It's like, <clears throat> again, all these things make us happy in a short term, but they don't make us blessed. Twinkies make me happy. They don't make me blessed. Yeah. You know? Yeah. And salads so, make me unhappy. Right. They, they make me blessed. <laughs> so, so, Pastor Carl, I know you, last week, whenever Pastor Jim was preaching, you were like, I, I want to be on the podcast tomorrow. Yeah. And I was like, unfortunately, <laughs> we're not doing a podcast tomorrow. We'll do it next week. So why was that? Like you said, even yesterday from the stage, like you felt like he was just kind of throwing fire, fire darts everywhere yeah, the whole yeah. time during a sermon. Well, I, I think, and I'm uh, from a background of a little more hammer, <laughs> whatever you want to call it, but... I, I like to be challenged. You yeah. know, in, encouragement for me is great, but challenging is that's what kind of what I feed on. Sure. You know, and so hearing that kind of stuff from the pulpit where it's like, hey, happiness is fantastic, but that's not something feelings and emotions aren't the thing that you dictate the direction of your life off of, right. you know, and, and even towards the end of your message where it's like, get, get in this or go, you know, like that's the, yeah. you know, not that you would ever tell anybody like get out of the church, but it's like that. I think hearing that nominal, nominal Christianity is dead period yeah. you know like it just it just is right and there are small pockets and semblances of it and and whatnot and so i think just hearing from the pulpit you know which is the most powerful place i think in a church to hear it from hey this is the standard at freedom center church from here on out and it's that we're loving god we're loving people and we're loving to serve together consistently is like oh, heck yeah <laughs> <laughs> yeah heck yeah right you know? I think that, that story you're talking about was somebody said hey uh, you know we, we left the church and my immediate response was well you never were really in the church yeah right you, you just yeah. came to Sunday occasionally and 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 that that I, they didn't take it as a revelation they took it more as like well what do you mean I you know what I mean I, I went once or twice a month it's like yeah I go once or twice a month to you know make a Coney Island doesn't mean I work there right, there, right. there's a 
saying I, I, I used to go to that church, I, I bet you, I wonder how many people that used to go to that church ever really were a part of the life yeah. of yeah. what sure. God means when he says church. So yeah. I, I think, you know, I go to that new theater. I went twice over the holidays down there, Imagine or whatever on 59. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I'm not a part of the theater. I just, but I've right. seen a couple of things and I, I enjoyed what I saw and I might go back. And, and I, yeah. it's unfortunate if that's our relationship with, with yeah. a living, with a family. You know what I mean? With a, right. a bunch of rescued slaves that were redeemed and now called into a family and into a mission, into a, you know, if you go to yeah. the army every once in a while, you're never going to win a war. If you go to a family every once in a while, you're never going to have a family. If you go to a restaurant every once in a while, you're a customer. Right. So I, I, I hate to say this, but you, you were a customer that, that came. You, you, we were the preferred yeah. spiritual service provider for your, for your family right. on occasion when it suited you best. And now you're looking for another preferred spiritual right. provider. Right. And, and that's cool, man. Go to AT&T, go to Verizon. But, but in the end, you're not buying stock in either one. You're just a consumer of a product. Man, that's dangerous. That's, yeah. Yeah. Sooner or later, they're going to have a real problem. Instead right. of just on board or I, I don't feel connected, I haven't made any friends because I don't go to anything but what I want to go to. And, and when they have that real problem, they won't have that family. They won't have those friends. Yeah. And then, unfortunately, they sit in their cubicle, and, the, and the, the gal next door that's been divorced eight times has advice for her about her marriage. And the guy that's, you know, going out drinking and just whatever, he's, yeah. he's got advice for him. It's like, man, you just – this right. only works if you work what it is. Yeah. If, if you don't work what it is, it doesn't work because you're not working it. The church right. is not right. is not what you're making it. Right. So it doesn't work. Would you say that just from those stories and – running into people in public that have left the church was that kind of the reason why we're doing the series now of just you see no. people like what was the heart behind why yeah, why, I, the, why well this is where series? you're going to come in the heart behind it is I, I i was in the 80s when the greatest generation of televangelists probably in our history will ever have done their thing so every yeah. sunday morning the best music the best choirs the best orchestras sure. the best soloists the best preaching the you know what I mean? And really a, a lower cost for just $50 a month. You can do this and I'll send you my Bible. You know what I yeah. mean? Versus a church that says, give us 10% of your gross income. You know what I mean? <clears throat> and doesn't have the quality it was on TV. Well, the problem yeah. was most of those guys fell away. Some, right. some in really public tragic ways. And when they did, people who were being fed, and I'm putting my little quotation mark fingers, are being fed <laughs> by this, this series on TV. They fell yeah. away as well. And what I saw was a, a changing dynamic of attending we used to go to church 12 times a week, and then we got rid of Sunday night, and it was eight times a, a month, I'm sorry. Yeah. And then we had, um, you know, no more Wednesday night, and that was, you know, life groups, and that became really optional and marginal and all that kind of stuff. So we're down to once a week for the average family that, that even has on their radar to go. Yeah. And then they stay home and watch live stream. And my concern is sooner or later, life happens, and you can't put your hand on the screen to get healed sometimes. And, yeah. And you can't have somebody know you're not okay sometimes. Right. And so... I'm watching people that are that are that are not walking in the fellowship. They're not devoted to the fellowship. They're just watching TV again. Now, not everybody on live stream is watching TV. Right. Certainly, some people are in the hospital. Some people just had a baby. Some yep. people are traveling. I see what 85 percent of the people that are there. They're they're not substituting. They're supplementing. They're Correct. Not, so yeah, there's. I would yeah. say there's a, there's a, a small congregation that's building right now that is people that physically cannot come here. Mm-hmm. Not because they don't live. Fo- too far because physically they can't right. get out of their house. My like parents being two of those people that live yeah. in Florida, they're, right. they're they have decided not to go through the headache of driving through traffic and yeah. finding a seat and you know all that sure. kind of stuff. They watch us online. Yeah, and your parents are I'm, my grandparents. They're the people I would worry about least yeah. of not being involved in a community, right? Like yes. they're yeah. 
They get a personal call from the pastor several times a week. So right, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That lady's like a mother. But I'm just, so. yeah, I'm just saying, like, like socially, like they are community. Like that's yeah. who they they are. But there yeah. are people that they're going to watch on the internet because they don't want to be around people. Like they'd rather right. just sit at home and and do that. And I get that. I yeah. I am an introvert myself, so I have to force myself to be a part of community because. I would prefer to sit in my gym shorts and watch football all day. Yeah. But I, I understand that that's, that's, that might make me happy, happy right. but it's not making me blessed. Yeah. Right. And so I have to force myself, me personally, I need to force myself to do those things. So I understand where people are coming from yeah. whenever, like you're different. If, if someone locked you in a room all day, you'd lose your mind, right? Yeah. You, yeah. You'd lose what was left of your hair. I'd and, make friends with a wall. Yeah, yeah. right. I get locked in a room Wilson. all day. and yeah, right. I get locked in a room all day, and I I enjoy that, right? Yeah, I, right. I would love to be by myself for, for a whole day, um, but it doesn't make me blessed. And so I understand where people are coming from whenever it's like, I'll just stay home and watch on the internet. Like, yeah. that's comfortable. I yeah. get that. Well, and let's, let's look at that word comfortable is – is that what we're called to? And, no. and that's, that's why I come back to a person that goes, well, yeah, I just didn't, you know, we were running a little late. So we, it's like, man, don't, don't be sloppy with this. Be, yeah. be devoted to this. And I, yep. I, I am grateful. And, and if nothing else, there's a brilliant outreach that comes from the live stream. It's done yeah. so well. Right. Uh, our first time visitors have watched the live stream multiple times before they've walked through the door. Yeah. I met a couple yesterday they they came like they're already committed to the church because they watched live stream and said, okay, we watched several live streams, several different, whatever, mm -hmm. and we're going to go to the Freedom Center. So I called them after church yesterday to say, hey, you know, thanks for stopping by the guest room. Didn't have a chance to talk to you, but I got your car. We want to say hi and yeah. blah, blah, blah. I'm like, oh, yeah, we're in. Was, was it your first time? Oh, yeah, but we're in. We, we've already looked at all the other churches and we've made our decision sure. that we're going yeah. to the Freedom Center. I'm like, wow. So right. there, I think as an outreach tool, it's brilliant. I think as a supplement, it's brilliant. Mm -hmm. But I, I think if there's a reason, like there was a button that was pushed, I saw people starting to say, well, I'll just watch it on live stream. Well, that's great. What about your kids? That's great. Right. What about your marriage? That's great. What about what about what you have to give? You're, you're really looking at this only from one perspective, and that right. is what I get out of the service. I can get out of the service that the things that I want from home. That's right. a, that's yeah. a very unhealthy and, yeah. and you just said dangerous. I a lot. Yeah, it's a <laughs> yeah. it's a dangerous way to look at what the church is, and I, right. it reminds me a lot of the '80s. Yeah, and I was there. I was in Bible school. I was in master's commission when the whole Swagger Baker, all that junk went down. Now I'm telling you, there were people walking around in the days confused because the heroes had fallen and they never thought it could happen to them. And they're the ones that led me to this. And they're the ones that, you know, taught me that. And yeah. I, you know, what do you do with your Jimmy Swaggart study Bible the day after you find out he's been with a prostitute? Right. You know what I mean? Like it, it was yeah. just a terrible scandal and it rocked the world. And honestly, you want to look at the demise of Christianity in the West you, you look at our involvement in politics under Jerry Falwell and the scandals <laughs> under Swaggart and Baker, and I, I just found the roots of where we lost all credibility to correct right. the world that we were living as bad or worse than the average mm -hmm. person. Yeah. And that, not that Falwell did a bad thing. You he hadn't. He didn't. But don't need to defend that. But, yeah. But, but being, <laughs> being involved in politics, he, he unionized Christianity to become a political force, which yeah. now became a target then right. for people that were not politically inclined the way Christianity yeah. was and really has divided the black church, the white church, the urban, the mm -hmm. suburban, you know what I mean? So yeah. it's, I'm not saying there's any evil intent on anybody's part, but when, when the dust settled, what happened was bad. And I see it happening again uh, in a small way. Uh, I just, it was a warning, like you need to be in fellowship, which you echoed 
uh, yesterday, you yeah. know, brilliantly. Yeah. That's a great transition to, to going into to, uh, out of prison. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, to, uh, to yesterday's service. Um, I thought the biggest takeaway for me yesterday is that you're, you're not only like created for community, but you were literally created by, yeah. by community. Yeah. Um, I'm wondering if you could dig into that a little yeah. bit more. I mean, the Bible's real clear that we're created in the image of God, like God, you yeah. know, um, not God, <laughs> but like him. <laughs> and, you know, if that's the case, I need to look at who is the one who actually created me, you know, instead yeah. of instead of solely the focus being on who I am and what my purpose is, if I look at who God is, I find some of that particularly if I'm a believer. Mm-hmm. And so if community created me, Father, Son, Holy Spirit, and each of those things, each of those entities are working in perfect relationship with each other, it wasn't like this hole in God's heart that wasn't filled and he needed us for yeah. that. Like, no, God was perfect. Right. You know, that wasn't the case at all and it's not like god was alone perfect god had community perfect before yeah. you and i ever came on to the scene you know yeah and so if i'm created in that image community relationship a flowing of that the position and different personalities and different jobs and different offices within life that is a part of who i am it yeah. just is. And that's, you know, and what I tried to do yesterday wasn't come from it from an angle of you need this because of this life circumstance, which I felt like I have done in the past, you know. Yeah. You, and and part of that is true. You do need community because there are bad days and you do right. need community because you can help other people through issues and things that you and I have gone through and you do need community because the world is crazy but those aren't the core foundational reasons that you and I need community you and I need community because it is what we were created by and for yeah and we will never find our most complete selves or our most complete understanding of God without that and that you know that was the question trying to pose that that hit me the hardest in studying was my my finite self i may think that i have this grasp of whatever but i can't at the end of the day if i'm being completely honest with myself there's no possible way that my finite mind by itself can come close to grasping any kind of real understanding of who God is. Yeah. You know, like Job, we know the fringes of him. I know the little string that hangs off the the tassel on the robe of the (laughs) train of his robe that is on him that fills the heavens. You know, like, okay, you know, but... (laughs) I have a much better understand I have a much better chance of understanding God of understanding the one who created me and the one who I'm supposed to love mm-hmm. when I do that not just through my eyes but through you guys' eyes too right. you know I mean yeah why do people listen to people preach and why do people ask other people's opinions about God or it's because 
I think in deep down, we all understand that I'm not able to grasp this by myself. Mm-hmm. I just think that should be a heck of a lot more regular than what it actually is in the body of Christ. Right. So, yeah. And I think you even touched on that last week where scripture wasn't this like, I was just going to say, yeah. I read this by myself. It was a community <clears throat> yeah. thing. That you go back to Jesus says, uh, take my yoke on you and learn of me. My understanding of that word yoke is that it's, it, it means, you know, the, <clears throat> what a what a animals use to bear a burden to pull a plow or whatever to, to share it together, and he was saying uh, the teacher was telling me this was saying that that the, that's what a community would do. A rabbi would read the scrolls, the elders and the rabbi, you know, would would decide how do we carry the weight of these words, the law of God, and that would be the yoke. So when Jesus says, "Take my yoke on you," he's not saying go plow my fields. He's saying, "Take my teaching on you." It's, it's my yeah. yoke is easy, my burden is light. That what the yoke that you're coming up with, your conclusions about what God is saying to you are completely wrong. Mm-hmm. But it was all done in community. So somebody would read, and they say, now what does that mean to us, and how do we carry that? And they right. would be discussed in, in the light of community. Generally, the men would discuss it, and then they would pass that down as the priests of their homes to the women, to the children, and so forth, and their families. And people wondered why the men sit on one side and the women sit on the other. They really had different responsibilities as the community had dictated. The men were... Mm-hmm you know, were uh, in charge, yes, but they were also responsible to a holy God. So it was a fearful position to be in. So the men were writing and listening, and the women were on the other side, and they were caring for children and nurturing. And when they got home, they would ask their husbands, so what did the rabbi mean? You know, that kind yeah. of thing. So it's a community has always been integral to this. I mean, right. the first institution that God created was family. It right. wasn't government. It wasn't the church. Yeah. It was man and woman. Right. And the fact that they were made in his likeness, and it took two of them to begin to represent his likeness, yeah. if that makes sense. Yeah. So he was not another part of Adam. She was a counterpart to Adam right. to create a dynamic sure. where the two of them together can bear the yoke, the weight of revealing the glory of God as one. Right. You know, it's, yeah. it's, 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 it's so deep. It's three, three-dimensional Star Trek chess. It isn't checkers yeah. by any means. You know? <laughs> when, yeah. And that's why, <clears throat> in particular, I wanted to come at it from an angle, too, where it's, yeah, I'm, I, I'm over small groups here. Um, I'm sorry, you are but, in charge of. Which I, I'm over small. I'm just over. Oh yeah, I'm yeah, over yeah, it. No, no, you know, no, no. I'm just over. over, over. I'm, I'm in charge. I'm like, well, that's not yeah, a good thing to hear not, from your small yeah. group. I'm so <laughs> over it. Yeah, that's what I was thinking. Yeah, no, no, no. Um, so I'm, I'm over that area, and I don't want to pretend that the only way that people can get community is through that. I think right. they're great starts, and I think they're great things, and I think people should do that. But I think some people out there have great friends that get together for Bible studies and yeah. live life together, and that's fine, you know. But I, you, there has to be that Christian, that that believer connection that believers have in order to do that, and and if that's found in a programmed environment in your church, great. Yeah. And if that's found with lifelong friends that you can encourage each other in the Lord, great. You just have to do it and stop yeah. pretending yeah. that Sunday morning is the well, pinnacle I, I, of your I church think too, experience. The nice thing about the group is there's a place and a time and a people. And with the place and the time, the people comes an expectation. Yeah, right. and, I, and I think with friends hanging out, it's kind of like, well, when do you pray? Well, I pray on my way to work. Well, okay, but do, I mean, just being honest, we should pray without ceasing. So there's nothing wrong with that. But if, if driving the 15 minutes to work is your prayer time while talk radio is on, while you're listening to the podcast, while you're, did you right. really pray? So I, right. I think when you say, I'm going to pray with a group of friends together for 15 minutes, we're going to gather together in this room at lunchtime, we're going to pray together. That prayer is different because yeah. of that environment you sure. said for it. And I think, 
I think sometimes we're not careful. It's like, well, I have friends. We hang out. We went bowling just a month ago. We went. It's like, uh, that's great. And you call each other. You text each other. But I think fellowship is. Like you were saying yesterday, fellowship is. You can confess your sins to people right. in fellowship. Right. You can you can say corrective words to people in fellowship. You right. can be loved. You can be vulnerable in fellowship. You have to be. We're we're made for it. So for us to say, yeah, I've got friends. You know, maybe our wives say that more than us because we say, well, we have we have hunting buddies, we have acquaintances. <laughs> but you know, when was the last time you were honest about something you did wrong with somebody you're close to? Yeah, maybe that's a better you know decision of are you in fellowship? Or are you just going to a group? Sure. Are you just right. to have friends? Sure. Yeah, that's good. You know sure. what I mean? When was the last time you were able to correct somebody that was doing something stupid and right. you 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 love them enough to say, hey, I got to I just got to tell you whether you love me or not, when this is over with, you're you're hurting people, you're hurting yourself. I stop it. Yeah. You know what I mean? So. Measuring how many friends I have on Facebook versus, you know, people I'm literally doing life with. Right. Yeah. That's, those are different measurements. Yep. Cool. All right. Well, we only have a couple of minutes left, so let's talk about next week. Next, next week. Sunday. Yeah, let's, let's talk next, about yeah. next week. <laughs> let's or you talk about next week. <laughs> um, so I guess I'm preaching next Sunday. Yeah. Uh, I got asked, uh, what was it, a week ago? Yeah. A week ago, a- Sunday. After my brilliant treatise on why, yeah. why uh, well, we live talked... stream is evil. You, uh, <laughs> <laughs> you didn't say it was evil. Not but, at all. Um, Not at all. <laughs> no, we're going to, um, the title of the sermon is just course correction, talking about, you know, getting off one to two degree and over the course of a year, two years, where that, where yeah, that can yeah, end up and where you yeah. can, where you can, can be. And you, you kind of look around and you don't really realize how did I get here or where, where even am I? Yeah. Um, so just kind of, I'm, I'm going to talk a little bit uh, personally about that and yeah. I'm going to bring up some scripture and uh, I, th- I think it's going to be good. I don't yeah. know. I hope so. Yeah. I, you were right. Um, I, I haven't been sleeping well all week already and I probably <laughs> won't sleep well this week either. Um, but yeah, I think, you guys want to give me a couple tips real yeah, quick? Well, I would say more about the sleeping that's... thing. Most people that are about to give birth don't sleep well. Yeah. And, and it really is a sign of pregnancy, right. not not fear. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, it's funny because I've been – like when I can't sleep, I'm thinking about speaking. Yeah. And I, I'm thinking about like the points that I want to bring up and things that I want to talk about. Yeah. And uh, doing a lot of writing, writing it all down because I don't want to forget. Like yeah. I'll be thinking, like, what's a good way to bring this up? And then I'll like figure something out and then write it down. So. Yeah. Um, I'd say this too, because you're, you're dealing with an area that you're, you're intimately aware of and thought of yeah. much more than the, than the average person, much more. You're the expert in the room. So relax yeah. between contractions. You know what I mean? And, and, uh, don't, right. like the yeah. baby's coming. Don't, don't sweat. Can, can I get, can I get an epidural? I feel yeah. like you're going yeah. easy. I just get an epidural. Yeah. Three men talking about childbirth. No, this, this <laughs> go bad just at give all. me Pitocin and yeah. get yeah. this out. <laughs> Do jumping jacks with Pitocin. I'd, I'd say two things. One, make sure your fly is it. Up. Yep. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> had, had that experience. Yeah. I'll probably I'll probably do the button fly yeah. just to be safe. That's yeah. all. Yeah. Remember Listen. The there's yeah. there's nothing as a guy. There's nothing that makes you feel dumber than just your fly is open. It's like wow, this is yeah. man one oh one. I once preached a sermon, an entire sermon on humility with my fly down. That's oh wow, amazing. Yes, that sounds like the Holy Spirit. <laughs> yeah, right. yeah. It should have been called yeah. humiliation. I think, I think he should have used a different example. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Um, and then it's okay to be nervous. That's yeah. the, you know, I, sure. I think when we, Pastor Jim and I have had this conversation, there's not a time I get up on that stage that I'm not nervous. Yeah. And it's not because right. of the people, it's because of the responsibility of the word and communicating yeah. that correctly that you're carrying out right. there. Somebody out there is going to go, yeah, 
and accept what you say as truth. Yeah. And I think that's one of the biggest yeah, reasons a lot of that pressures yeah. right. in the Bible are held to a different standard because yeah. of, of that. So right. it's okay to... Yeah. Oh, crap. Did well, I, and study? I think, is, is this right? Am I okay? I got. Okay. I think if I'm not nervous, <laughs> then I don't care about it. Right. Right. So it is. It's good to be nervous. And I've been on the stage a thousand times, but normally there's a guitar in my hand or something. Yeah, I'm just not sing just it. Standing there. there and <laughs> and I think part of it too is just. Dad's obviously a great speaker. Mom's a great speaker. Brother's a great speaker. My wife, who doesn't teach that often, but when she does, like I take a ton that. of notes. She's a great speaker. Yeah. So there's just a lot of like. There's a lot into it, you know. Yeah. There's a lot of well, a lot brings of up another one is that anytime you speak for the Lord, there's an audience of one. Yeah, you know, in the end, if he's happy, then well done, good yeah. faithful servant. In the yep. end, if he's not happy, and everybody thought you were funny or smart or brave or right. mean or whatever, yeah. floats there. But just, just don't preach to them. Preach for yep. him. Yeah, and, and yeah. you'll be good. I don't, I don't care about reactions anymore. It's not. Yeah, like, yeah. <laughs> he's got a callous so, soul. Hey, here's, here's the truth. <laughs> right. What you do with it is your business. Laugh, <laughs> cry. I don't care. <laughs> <laughs> So anyways, it's it's going to be about course correction. It's uh, Specifically, we're going to be talking about the internet and just we've kind of created this online community, but we haven't really stewarded it well yet. We've kind of, we hit go live every Sunday and then we hit end and then throughout the week, we don't really do anything with that. So mm. how's 2019 going to look different? How are we going to develop that community and kind awesome. of make it more into an actual so visionary. community? Yeah, yeah. there's going to be a, a little bit of reflection. I feel like a lot of people that come every Sunday, they still don't really understand the statistics behind live stream, right. why we do it, um, the amount of new people that we get because of the fact that we have yeah. an, an online ministry. So I'm going to kind of show the importance of the online ministry and then where are we headed? What are we going to what are we going to do to make it better than what it currently is? And a lot of that for 2019 is just community, creating a better a better community. Because yeah. there have been times where we have people that watch every single week. Um, this lady, her name is Rebecca May, and she can't come. She just physically can't right. come. And her family was going through a hard time. And so we partnered with the Center of Hope, and we got to bring her food. And, Love it. And, it's like, and that's like, I want yeah. more of that for right. 2019. I right. want to be able to know when these people are hurting and then be able to go out and and be the body of christ to them yeah, so we're yeah. going to talk a lot about that on Love sunday it. yeah, it's a whole so. other virtual life groups and things like that is that part of yep. church yeah. still church though yeah. yeah cool all right well definitely come this sunday it's going to be something so, <laughs> uh, 9 and 11 30 we would love to see you there guys thanks for your time and we will right. talk to you again yeah. next sunday